the quick brown fox jumped over Mama the lazy dog. My <laughs> Why? <laughs> Your mom is so mean. <laughs> Hey you guys. Hey everybody. Welcome. Hey, we're uh we're relatable, the brother sister duo here in your ears to talk about movies, TV, sports, fun facts. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, so let's get going. Let's do it. Hey, um, don't be such a hurry, McKenna. We got plenty of time. <laughs> I was going for like a like a 1920s newscaster, yeah. see? Oh, I see. Hey, see, hey, uh, here's the news here. Oh, wait, let me do it again. Oh, hey. Okay, let me do it again. Hey, we're relatable, the brother-sister duo here in your ears to talk about movies, TV, sports, fun facts, Kurt Russell, and let's get going. Dateline, Tokyo. <laughs> what? Hindenburg, crash, millions dead. Oh, my. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Welcome, episode Welcome seven. Welcome to the Relatable Podcast, everyone. Lucky seven. Lucky number seven? <gasps> yeah. Seven. 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 We did it. How's it going? It's going swell. Just yeah? swell. What you up to? Oh, pfft. it's not about what I'm up to. What? No, not at all. What's it? What's it about? Oh, I'll tell you what it's about. I had a really exciting thing happen to me this week. Huh? It reminded me uh, what kind of world we live in, McKenna. It was scary, what but happened? at the same time, funny. Okay. I got a mail. I got oh. a little. I got a little thing in the mail. <laughs> a ma- you you got a mail. I got a mail. That doesn't happen. I opened my mailbox and I was like, "Oh, this is an interesting piece of mail." You know what it was, McKenna? What was it? You do know what it was. I told I you already. <laughs> I'm like really excited for you to tell the truth. I got a uh, notification that I lived uh, near a sex offender. <gasps> What's his name? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's public. I could tell you. You could probably. Information. I mean, yeah, but I don't. I don't. You know? I don't remember anymore. Well, um, but yeah, he lives like within like two tenths of a mile. I looked him up. So yeah, that was fun. It was like a, a uh, like yeah, I I uh, I live in a city. Yeah, you do. <laughs> These are things that yeah, happen. You do. Um. Well, you also uh, signed up for like a new part time job too, didn't you? Oh yeah, I'm trying to um, I'm trying to work for Wag. Wag. Which is Here like for your dog. Yeah, they're we're the Ubers, but we walk dogs. Neat so dog. these are people who can't afford nice cars. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That sounds super fun, actually. Yeah. I'd be, yeah, I'm very interested to see how this goes. McKenna, Keep us posted. Uh, what'd you do this week? Get any, uh, have any fun plans for Valentine's Day? No. Because that was two days ago? No. Oh. I watched the Olympics with our parents. Oh, cool. I but watched... I bought a car, so. <gasps> oh, fun. Take that, men. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much my big highlight. I bought a car. Mm-hmm. It was a really big life moment. It's my first big buy. Yeah. So, yeah. Would say it's your first best buy? Wow. Or have you had better buys? No, I got it from Ford. Ah. Uh, Ford. For- Ford. Ford. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So should we tell them what the uh, the theme of the of the ep is? No. No? All right. Let's <laughs> guess. Hey, it's everyone's favorite time of year. The time of year that... Every person, every fan of the cinema is looking forward to. Fan of the cinema? Fan of the cinema. Wow, you're so pretentious. You're right. I love films. It is films? nearly. They make films anymore, yes, they do. Yeah, they do. They shoot no. on film all the time. No. Yeah, they, uh, Quentin Tarantino still shoots on film. One man. And. Uh, uh, oh, who shoots on film? Del Toro? <laughs> Probably. Maybe. No. Maybe? I don't know. No, anyway, nice. it's almost time for the Oscars, McKenna. Woohoo! Um, and we're a bunch of saps. Dude, we're early for this, though. We are early. It's in March. We're like a, no, it's it'll a be week. a few weeks early. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, we're a bunch of saps, and we kind of eat that stuff up. We do. We love the whole... Well, we're creative. Yeah. So, but, it's like yeah. the most easily accessible like art form, I feel like. Movies? Yeah. Well, yeah. Movie well, movies, but out. I'm also talking like 
just the whole Oscars moment oh, in general. You mean the party? Yeah, the big show. The big show, because it's 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 all show. I think it's a hoot. Yeah, it's fun. I think. I wish they could have more fun. You know, like when you're sitting there at the show and like oh. all the actors at the tables for hours and hours and hours. You want them to be Golden Globes? Yeah. Where they just kind of get slowly really, get drunk throughout the evening. Really fun. <laughs> the Oscars, I think, seem like a little too like stiff. As like a well, because they member. have to establish themselves as the the big award. Yeah, I know. They have to it's be. Really they have cool. to be the one that matters. It's still really cool. Yeah. But like, they sit there so long. They sit there for a long time. It's like a three-hour show. Yeah. So anyway. And all those commercial breaks. It's a lot of commercial breaks. Yeah. I think I'd kill myself. Well, actually, that must be nice to be able to actually stand up Get and up, like, yeah. Pee. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what? Let's see. Let's go through some of our favorite uh, nominees well, here. Yeah. So you want to do? Um, I don't know if we need to go through like the whole thing. No, no, just some of our favorites. I just I have like my favorite film of the year. Yeah. It's not nominated for best picture, but it's oh, my yeah. favorite one. Mm-hmm. And it's the Big Sick. The Big Sick. The Big Sick. It uh, was, made um, by... Amazon made it. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Amazon original. It's, uh... What's his name? It's, uh... Kumail. Kumail. His last name's... It's hard. It's, Don't it's, be mad at us. <laughs> uh... Dang it. What's non, he nominated for? Adapted screenplay? I think it's original. No, original screenplay. It's original screenplay. Yeah. Him and his wife. It's, it's about Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Ninjani. Ninjiani, Ninjiani. Yeah, we're really sorry if that's yeah. wrong. Kumail. Everyone knows him by the Kumail. Yeah, that that you made really clear in yeah. the movie, so thank you. Kumail was probably, I, I'm going to say it, the best romantic comedy ever made. That was, I... Ever. I laughed. I felt feelings. Yeah. I it didn't cry. A, it was an incredible story. Yeah. There were lots of little stories. Mm-hmm. I, if you haven't seen The Big Sick yet, it's it's so, so it's, it's such a fun movie. Of him and his wife meeting. Yes. And then she like gets this crazy infection and they have to medically put her into a coma and then he meets her family while she's in the coma and it's about like their relationship starts like there. It's their almost. relationships and yeah. his relationship with his family and her family it's, and them all kind of learning about each other. And it's and, heartwarming because uh, it's like a you know, multiracial relationship. Yeah. But it's also funny because he's a stand-up comedian. It's funny because he's so funny. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. Well done. I loved it. Mm. If a rom-com ever won an Oscar, it should be this one. That's my opinion. I'm done mm. now. What what stuck um, out to you this year, Pat? Let's see. Um, <sighs> Dunkirk came out pretty early this year. Yeah, very um, early. I didn't like it as much as everyone else did. Mm. I don't know. They kind of did that weird thing. It wasn't a weird thing, but they kind of jumped around with all the different characters and told their stories, mm-hmm. and I was really cool. I appreciated it, but I it took it took me out of it, and I couldn't really care about mm-hmm. the characters because it jumped around too much, mm. and it was almost too true to what happened. Mm. So it was just sad the whole time, yeah. and all, nothing good really happened. Well, well some good things happened. And it just felt miserable the whole time. It so it was, it was very true to the real story, but yeah. it didn't strike a chord with me, I guess. Um, also love Darkest Hour, which is essentially the same story. <laughs> which <laughs> a was, little bit from the yeah. other side of the pond. Yeah, really. exactly. The pond. The pond. The, well, the, 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 the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have enough um, for that? Gary Oldman played Winston Churchill. And is definitely my number one choice for best actor. It was incredible. It was. I like that. Quite um, a bit. Let's see. The Post. I did see The Post. The Post is a very topical movie that act- takes place in the 70s. That was uncanny how topical it yeah. felt. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then I wanted to like go protest the Vietnam War. Yeah. Which is funny. Which is funny. Because it ended like 50 over. years ago. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Missed it. Also, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Big one. Get out. Get out. Get out. The creation of Jordan Peele, of the duo Key and Peele. Who we love. Who we love. Love. Like, who knew he had such incredible directing chops? Ugh, it was terrifying. Horrifying. It was exhilarating. It was a little thought provoking. A little thought provoking. Pretty thought provoking. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Just the line where he said that. 
when he's in a group, like a large group of white people, he feels uncomfortable. Yeah. I felt like that was just really honest writing. Which is funny, because they wanted to take his brain. Yeah, he should have felt uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, brilliantly acted. He's up for a best actor. Um, Daniel Kailua. Kailua? I'm not really sure. I don't know. It's two U's back to back. I get confused. <laughs> Yeah. But that was brilliantly I blame acted. blame a lack of diversity in our lives for how we can't Oh, absolutely. Things. No, I so, guarantee. Yes, there definitely. There you go. There you go. Um, so I'm really excited to see if that one yeah. brings in any wins. Yeah. Everyone's... I've got some questions about the Oscars, though. Okay. And they these are questions that, like, I've wondered for, like, as long as I've cared about movies mm-hmm. and the Oscars because I like to know what gives them the right yeah. Yeah. Who gives you the idea yeah. to judge my movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, I just, I needed to know. Yeah, so what's I, the deal? I decided to find out. Who's the Academy? It? Who is it? Do you know? No? I'd certainly I, like you to tell me. <laughs> I, I know. Um, it is, so, there's branches of it, apparently. Each yeah. branch is made up of a group of people that, like, support that group. So there's an acting branch that only has actors in it. Okay. There's casting directors that only have casting directors in it. So then the actors vote on all the acting-related categories. Okay. Not everybody votes on all the categories. So you have to be part of the visual effects branch to vote on the visual effects films, Mm -hmm. which is cool. But I believe everyone is allowed to vote for Best Picture. Oh, okay. So everybody who's in all the categories votes for the Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So but, um, yeah, but the so. awards that are like for a specific branch are chosen by that branch. Hmm. So the branches, I kind of like went over it, but you know, it's pretty so like explanatory. When we're watching yeah. the Oscars, and you're like best. Foreign film editing, you're like, I don't know anything about that. But the people who decided it are people who know everything about that. They're in the industry and they're the best because they have to be invited. Okay. So the Academy has, like, bosses, we'll call them. The boss of each branch is someone who's been, like, nominated to be in charge, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's committees that are in charge of inviting people based on their, Mm -hmm. like, credentials and... um, the, let's see, the quote is that they have demonstrated exceptional achievement in the field of theatrical motion pictures. Hmm. So, for example, every year they add to the Academy new talent, basically. They're not new talent. They're people we know pretty well. <coughs> They're old talent that old are just talent now getting that just recognized. Got successful, so they add <laughs> a new class, just like at graduation. Right. Um, which is kind of cool, actually. So, mm-hmm. like, you don't necessarily always get an award, but if you get into be, if you blah, 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 blah. But, <laughs> but that means edit. <laughs> but if you get to be in the academy, um, that means that you've achieved something, and it's like a nice like high five. You did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, do you want to know who some of the people are that are hey, in this group? It's I'm a not. Good I'm group. not reading it. But there's like forty names you put down here, so why don't <laughs> you why don't you why don't you, you why don't you pick some of them out that but are worth it? Basically, it's the cast of the Avengers. Just now, huh? Well, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. has been in there for oh, a while, okay. but all oh, the yeah. movies. Oh yeah, you got you got uh, kind of Chris got Evans there. is in there. Chris, yep. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's on the Academy. Yeah, he is. So is his wife Anna <laughs> Faris. Um, oh no, ex-wife Anna Faris. They're not technically divorced yet. Oh okay. Um, John Cho. John Cho. From Star Trek and Harold and Kumar. Nice. Yeah. Um, Gal Gadot's on there. She was only in, she was only in one good movie. (laughs) You know him as, as Lucius Malfoy. Ha! Nope. (laughs) He's not Lucius. Oh. He's not Lucius. Oh, Draco. Lucius. Lucius Malfoy. Luscious Malfoy. Luscious Malfoy. Um, Chris Hemsworth, Leslie Jones, Leslie Jones, The Rock. Wait, they let Leslie Jones be in the Academy? Yeah, they also. Let, She's not in movies. This is actually very interesting. <laughs> Leslie Jones was in Ghostbusters. Oh, one movie. It was a great movie. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Jones, Amy Poehler, Kate McKinnon, Maya, Maya Rudolph. They let Leslie Jones in the same year as Kate McKinnon. No, I guess that makes sense. That's a wrong person. Together for a long time. 
I would say that Amy Poehler wasn't in yet is surprising. Yeah. Um, She's yeah because of Mean Girls. You thought they would have let her after yeah. that. Oh, but here's something nice. So Jordan Peele of Key and Peele yeah. got nominated. Yeah. Keegan Michael Key got invited <laughs> to the Academy. Wonder who his pick for is. <laughs> Um, oh, and here's probably the one I was, like, the most surprised about. Ready? Yeah. Betty White is just now, <laughs> in 2018, getting invited to the Academy this that's, year. That's unbelievable. I know! Also Channing Tatum. Also The Rock. The Rock. Well, that, yeah. He's, he doesn't always make great movies, but he makes the most <laughs> movies. He makes the most movies. I wonder what his ratio is. you know? You know how, like, Tom Cruise has a really good ratio of, like, good to bad movies? Yeah. The Rock has an exact inverse of that ratio. <laughs> <laughs> like, perfectly opposite. Yeah. You're, you're actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, isn't that, isn't that neato? Yeah, that's neato cool. burrito. Kind of puts everything group. in Margot perspective. Robbie. Yeah. It's a good group. And um, the Academy would like you to know that they were really diverse this year. They have a whole web page about it. Oh. <laughs> with infographics. They don't want anyone to boycott this year, please. Yeah. No Oscars so white this year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of people on the Academy. Yeah. There is every, I guess this is a thing that happens every year. I said uh-huh. we don't really hear about it too much. But I saw um, who posted it. It was the Daily Beast posted this interview they did with an anonymous Oscar voter. Mm-hmm. Because most people probably didn't know the information we just shared about the academy yeah we have no idea so this is just some random dude who probably edited a movie once or something who's one of seven thousand people voting on the oscars and it was this it was just edit a movie once and be in the academy it was was funny to hear him talk about movies because he just sounds like a guy (laughs) watching movies like he had this quote about um get out he said he was a bit confused by Get Out, not by understanding the film. I understood the film fine. I'm just not 100% sure why they made that one the social statement of the year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he said that about Get Out. He said he, he, said he didn't like Dunkirk because um, he thought Darkest Hour told the story a lot better. Mm. It's okay. Was a different story. Yeah, it was, it was a different story, same time, pretty much, same time Almost and place. Almost exact the same timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Almost the same thing. And then he uh, he said his best choices for uh, he said his number one choice for best picture is actually I Tanya, which didn't quite make the cut. I Tanya, which was about the ice skater Tanya, what's her name? The one that allegedly beat that girl's knee. Paid up. somebody to beat her up. What did she do? Allegedly. We don't know. Um, Thrilling. Yeah, so he's just, he's just... That's so funny. He comes up like a normal guy. Um, he just doesn't get it. He was, like, super aware of, like, the whole, like, Oscar, like, bias that's sort of, like, put toward super artsy movies. Yeah. Like, um, Phantom Thread, which was apparently yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis's last movie he's ever gonna do. Yeah. Which we'll see. Yeah. Um, but... All the reviews was like, this movie's good, but it's super boring. Yeah. So it's like fun. total like Oscar bait. They love that yeah. sort of thing. They love boring shit. Yeah. I mean stuff. <laughs> boring stuff. Um, yeah. Well, you know. Um, they kind of have, uh, for such a sophisticated-ish thing, though, mm-hmm. they have a really, like, really strange way of choosing best picture. Yeah. It's is that so? The weirdest process. Okay. So dream with me. Visualize. All right. I'm okay. Thinking. Eyes are closed. Seven thousand voters. Yeah. All seven thousand. That's everybody on the entire, the entire voting board. Entire academy. Got it. Writes down their top ten movies of the whole year. Mm-hmm. Ten. That's how many get nominated. Ten right. Movies. So then you send your ballot back to the academy. They they count them up. So they they go based on first choice. Okay. So the number one movie that's picked. So they sort it out mm-hmm. by number one slot. They like, I think they literally make piles. <laughs> <laughs> that's how this uh, link that explains it, and I can share it if you want it, folks. Um, but it, it sounds like they literally like have these piles, and they make piles based of paper? on paper. Yeah. Oh of God. The top choice. 
So <laughs> if one movie is written down as the top choice more than 50% of the time, it's already the winner. Okay. Yeah. Which seems logical. Totally fair. You know? Yeah. But listen to what happens if that doesn't happen right away, because that's very uncommon that that happens. Right. So if that doesn't happen, they go all the way down the table to the pile with the least votes for number one. No. So, like, I don't know what's nominated that's probably not going to win. Let's go with... Lady Bird, is that up there? Lady Bird's on there. Well, I want it to win because of the lady director. But Let's say... Let's um, say Call Me By Your Name is yeah. a great film, but not a lot of people voted for it. It'll probably win now that I've said it, yeah. which is <laughs> dumb. But I don't, I don't really know that much about it, except for that it's like a gay love story, maybe? I think so. I think that's the case. I, I, didn't, I didn't do any research about call that movie. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but so if if... You know, Call Me By Your Name has the least amount of number one votes. Mm -hmm. They take that pile out, and then they look at the number two spot. And then they resort the number twos. So you've got all your number ones sorted, and then you look at the second place spot, and you put it in the pile with the number ones. Does that make sense? Hang on. It's so tricky. Whoa. Yeah. So it's so so weird. So they take out the worst one. After the first tally is done, yeah. if there's not a 50% majority, yeah. they take out the lowest one. They take one. the loser. And then... They, like, scratch out number one and look at number two. The number two becomes number one. And then so they redistribute... So then if they have 50% yeah. of number... If number the number two choice <laughs> has so 50% and number two, that one wins. No, no, no. No, no, no. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. I got it all wrong. So, let's say that the smallest pile has a thousand ballots. Okay. They take those thousand ballots and they go, well, what was the second choice on all of these? And they resort, like they add those second choices to the original piles. Okay. Let's say Get Out is number one and it has... 3,499 votes. Sure. That's okay, just number. under half. Yeah. Didn't quite get half. Yeah. And then, so they go to the last one. Yep. Let's say it's Call Me By Your Name, and they take, say, 10 of those ballots mm-hmm. has Get Out at number two. Mm-hmm. So those that, ones, become. so then those Get Out votes yeah. become, go to the number one pile. They go to the number one pile, and they distribute the rest of them the same way. So then... So they keep going until one until has half. Until one has more than 50%. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so this can keep going. If it's like really a tight race. Yeah. And the number one spots are just like all over the place. It can go on for a really long time. And they just keep counting until it works. Ugh. Isn't that the weirdest? <laughs> so it could keep going until it's down to two. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the strangest thing you've ever yes. heard of? It's horrible. So hang on. I'm probably going to jump beyond your research here Uh how do they determine the nominees the nominee like the top the top 10 yeah it didn't say i thought of that too like is there a pool from which you have to choose your top 10 (laughs) yeah but i don't think there is i think it's just that you know the ones that come up the most often become the nominees oh boy (laughs) it's a whole new mess (laughs) it's strange it's strange i don't know i could be wrong about that Mr. Oscar, if you, you know... Warren P. Oscar. Warren P. Oscar, yeah. Um, Speaking of Warren P. Oscar, though... Go on. Do you ever wonder, like, why it's called that? Every year. Every year you wonder that? Every year I wonder. You wonder that? So, let me open this link, because it's like a whole thing. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, um, back in the day... It apparently, um, in like 1931, so like back. This was like this movies. This is the favorite story. This is for about why it's called that. when movies started movies being real born. movies. Yeah. So uh, the Academy Award librarian, um, and uh, she would become the future director of the Academy of Motion, Motion Picture Arts. So the Academy yes. she became the director. You know? Motion picture arts and sciences. And sciences. Mm-hmm. Yes. I stopped reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, her name's Margaret Herrick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also, like, way to go, Margaret. Yeah, nice job, Margaret. You did it. You climbed your way to the top from librarian to director. <laughs> Hell yeah. In the Hollywood? In the Hollywood of all places. In the early Hollywood. In that time, people were like, women, we don't care about no women. Throw back to the intro of the show. Hey! <laughs> and Margaret's like, I'm going to make you care about me. And then Wonder Woman was made. And then Wonder Woman. No. I wasn't going there. Later. I was like, she's going to make you care about me by having her opinion be the most important yeah, opinion in Hollywood. Yeah, she did have a really <laughs> important opinion. Um, but she, I guess, saw the statue in 1931 and said it looked like her uncle Oscar. You're kidding. Nope. That's not, that's a joke. You're making that up. That's the favorite version for why <laughs> it's called that. Um, there are apparently other ones, but to me they sound like a lot like this guy just really wanted to claim the fame. Uh, <laughs> um, the So that's the popular theory. Um, but, uh, she said it and then, you know, a lot of people were like, they, they just did it affectionately and then it just never really went away. Like they named it Oscar as a joke. Oh. And then it just kind of became a thing. I like that. I know. <laughs> oh, here's the guy. His name is. This is Mr. Oscar. I just got his last name. Oh, the guy that made it was Skolsky. 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 He, he created the statue, I guess. Ah, I see. Um, and he said in 1934, but there doesn't seem to be evidence. Uh, he says that he was responsible for the nickname, um, because he referenced some like classic vaudeville joke line that none of us are ever going to understand. Okay. It's like, will you have a cigar, Oscar? And he was like making fun of the Academy, but who cares about that? Cause the yeah. uncle Oscar is like way funnier. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the story that will be remembered. I don't time. care what Skolsky says, Margaret Herrick. <laughs> that looks like my Uncle Oscar. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's pretty funny. I'm sure there's like more deep digging I can yeah. do, but like that's the cliff notes. It's okay. You know? you know, McKenna. What? I'm getting so sick of this crap. This is scripty feel. I'm no, you know, I'm just so sick. Of these fat cats in Hollywood telling us what we're supposed to like about movies. You didn't say it. You say it. Say it like you're from the 30s. I... <laughs> <laughs> fat cats is like a 30s term, so you should. I don't know how to talk like I'm like in the 30s and not a radio host. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me the line. Give me the line. It's What's the line? I'm tired of these fat cats in Hollywood telling us what movies to like. All right. <clears throat> Here I go. I'm tired of these fat cats in Hollywood <laughs> telling me what movies to like. I like whatever movie I want. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I was born to be a male newscaster. Yeah, see. In the 30s. Oh, I figured it out. You just got to do Al Capone. You got to go. Yeah. Yeah. See. see? Yeah. <laughs> We're tired of these fat cats, so we decided to have our own awards. You see, huh? Well, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, some other guy invented it. We're just running with it, right? Well, I heard Someone the name you somewhere else. I don't remember who, but we made it our own and had our own categories. We're running with it. Yes. Yeah. So we, the Relatable Podcast, are hosting the Relate Awards first ever Maggie's. The Maggie's! Wait. And we have the Jurassic oh Park gosh, theme song. Wait. What? Segway. Okay. Wait. Go on. Go on. Okay. It's so much momentum. Well, you hummed <laughs> Jurassic Park and it made me remember something. Do you know 92.3 WCOL? Yes. Do you know their afternoon radio host, Joe Boxer? He's been there since the dawn of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I was driving home from work the other day. I'm not kidding you. I'm, I'm, he was talking about the officers in Westerville that tragically died the other day. Right. The background music. No. Was Jurassic Joe. Yes, it was. Joe. It was Jurassic Park. And I was sitting there like, what? Like, I was feeling sad. And then I was like, wait. Because you know how like the beginning of the song, it's kind of, it's kind of ambiguous. Like it's some nice like symphony music. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Oh my God. I almost busted a gut, and I meant to call you, but I was driving, so I didn't. That's horrible. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> what a story, though. Uh, oh, on that note, 
This is a totally unrelated story. We're getting off track, I'm totally going to cut it out. Oh. But um, I remember the uh, the shooting in Vegas during uh, oh, Jason smiling? Aldean's concert. Remember that? Remember that? Remember yeah, that happening? Yeah, everybody remembers that. Um, I was listening to WNCI with uh-huh. Dave and Jimmy, The uh-huh. Morning Zoo, Yeah. Um, that next morning. I think it was the next morning. Um, and so they were talking about it and just it was so horrible, going all these things about it. And then... Um, Dave, everyone's favorite, uh-huh. Jimmy's kind of the douche of the group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dave was like, so in, solidar- in solidarity with country music and all these country music fans, I thought it would be really great to play a country song. I couldn't think of any song better than Garth Brooks's The Dance. Like, hmm? oh, yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. Not necessarily fitting. At all. But it's a it's wonderful a nice song. song. It's a nice song. And then... I was like, okay, that's a touching like little thing you could do. And then Jimmy starts arguing with him. <laughs> I was like, he's like, we're not a country music station. Don't play that country song. No one wants to hear that. I was like, try to say nice, Jimmy. <laughs> they start arguing and they just end up playing like America the Beautiful. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what were you thinking? I love them. Just do something nice. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave was just, he, was, he, could, he didn't sound pissed, but I could just I tell he was I, so pissed. <laughs> I love, I love the morning. <sighs> I think it's hilarious. Welcome, <sighs> Dave. The Maggies. The Maggie. We're back. So what the Maggies oh. do, um, the Maggies um, have sought out to find the things about movies that the Oscars and the Academy just don't get. Or care about. You know, we common folk, we have simple tastes. <laughs> we like dumb jokes. We, band we like fast car movies. We're, we're silly people. We're easily impressed. It, it, we're tired. <laughs> we just want to be entertained. Exactly. <laughs> if your career is looking at artsy movies, then go for it. Then... Great. Because you get to watch and write about a movie a month, basically. You know what other people's careers are? Not that. But I came home. I came home. I got calloused hands, and I smell bad, and I just want to watch a superhero movie, Kenna. That's it. I just want to feel good. Yeah. So we put together our eight categories and consulted our panel of experts, and by experts we mean People we know that we're close to us. People we know. <laughs> so the categories are that Matt we voted on are number one best superhero movie, mm. uh, best fight scene. Best. Uh, number three is the what were they thinking or worst movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Number four best reboot. Yes. That's not sequel. That's like the same property they did it again starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. New cast characters and everything. Yeah. The worst sequel. Um, it's not hard to do these this days. Is, oh, this is the one I came up I was really proud of. This is the totally BS Rotten Tomatoes score. So I have like three movies yeah, on here. explain that? Yes. That means like score. If you see a score, it's like, you ever look at like a Rotten Tomatoes score and be like, it really got that low? Yeah. That's what this is. Great. So I have three movies on here where the score is like low or too high. Too high. Too high, too yes. High. All right, um, well, this fun one. Do... I'm start. I'm gonna go through the categories. Well, wait, I gotta go through the category. I gotta go through the categories. I'll go through all the categories, and then I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing something. Then we'll go back to do all you the know nominees. What, we did. what McKenna? <laughs> <laughs> we should have written some shitty banter. To oh, do that right now. <laughs> do, do that now. <laughs> the no, uh, the next category is worst CGI. Um, these are all the lists. I, I have that. the link up. Oh, it's not on the... Yeah, I know. Google you blew top. it. Worst CGI. So, what? No. I have it. The link's on there. Oh, my God. I was in such a good flow. So, worst CGI. It says it's private. Yeah, you're right. It's a sign in. Okay. You, this is a list. You don't see the results. I don't need the I results. I have the results. So we're CGI. Sorry. Is it okay? Can I talk about it? <laughs> we're CGI is the award that goes to, well, I go explain it this way. Movies now are packed full of incredible CGI. Because mm-hmm. you've got $150 million to make a movie. 
you might as well throw a bunch of CG set pieces in there to make it look cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why so not? this is the worst cases of CG done in movies. Yeah. And number eight is the best joke of the year. Best joke. So it's not necessarily in a comedy, just the best jokes that we thought were in movies. Mm. Okay. So let's go to number one, best superhero movie. And the nominees are... Oh, wait, do you want to do some funny banter? Uh, <laughs> I didn't have any time. Superhero movies show us extraordinary people in extraordinary situations. My spider senses are tingling. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> the nominees are... Wonder Woman, starring Gal Gadot. Gadot. Logan, starring Hugh Jackman. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Lego Batman. That was this year. Yeah. 2017. Wow. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. And, and the, the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Maggie goes to Logan for Yay! best superhero Wait. movie. Over Wonder Woman? Yeah. Um, uh, Logan won by one vote. All right. Which, yeah, I definitely agree. I didn't like the end. I don't care. I didn't like the part where he had to fight himself. It worked. He's the only person who could have beat him. I know, but he's dumb. Logan won, followed shortly by Wonder Woman, and behind both of them, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Who lost? Who lost? Um, Lego Batman lost. Big, 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 big time. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was really good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I put this one, I put Lego Batman as part of the nominees. Um, I have to defend myself, probably, because it's funny that I put Lego Batman the same year that a Justice League movie came out. Um, oh. I picked Lego Batman because it was the best Batman movie that actually dove into the character of Batman. Yeah. It actually, we learned about Batman. It made sense. It they wasn't. did his character justice. They made fun of him a lot, but it was it was appropriate. I mean, it feels really good now because um, Batflick is so bad. Oh, yeah. Batfleck was so bad. I hate him. Yeah, terrible. Anyway, we'll get into that on. later in the show. Moving on. So, McKenna, this commercial break... Why the why the Maggies? Because of Dame Maggie Smith. God save the Queen. What? Dame Maggie Smith. She's she's the Queen. You know her as Professor. Ma you know her <laughs> as Professor McGonagall. I know and love her as the sassy dowager of Downton Abbey. Mm. Lady Grantham. So we have named our awards after her in her honor. She does have an Oscar. She does, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. She's just the best, really. Yeah, it was really so, cool. That's why. Because she's the best. Mm -hmm. She's the, the OG of witty comebacks. Fight scenes are a great way to elevate an otherwise boring art film into a super high-paced, exhilarating ride. Kapow! <laughs> And the nominees for best fight scene are Star Wars The Last Jedi, Kylo Ren and Rey team up against the Praetorian Guard. Logan, the fight scene... Oh, I didn't like that scene. <laughs> I just it was that. nominated. Logan, the fight scene where Wolverine fights Wolverine. <laughs> John Wick 2, the art installation fight scene. Wonder Woman, No Man's Land. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok, Thor versus Hulk. Atomic Blonde, the entire movie. Side note, Atomic Blonde, that's some of the best action I've seen in years. Years, everybody. Hey, Charlize. But regardless, the winner of the best Maggie goes to Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, the Kylo and Rey team up. Yay! The Raylo fight, or as I like to call it. Raylo is the relationship if name. If they get married, is she Ray Ren? No, Ren's not his real name. I know, but like, she can't be Ray Solo. Why not? Because he killed his dad. I feel like that's still wrong. is his name. <laughs> I feel like it's wrong. Okay, but yeah, it was a landslide victory. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people. There saw was Atomic one votes for Logan, John Wick, and Atomic Blonde, and three votes for Wonder Woman. I really like that. Scene. It was really good. It's pretty, pretty good. It was really really good. <sighs> the next category. What were they thinking? Parentheses. Worst movie. Sometimes people have ideas. And they shouldn't. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
The nominees are <laughs> The Snowman. Geostorm. The Emoji Movie. The Mummy. Justice League. Remember how we talked let, about wait, Tom Cruise? Oh. Let that sit in. Justice League. Remember how we talked about earlier that Tom Cruise had a really good good movie ratio? Mm-hmm. The Mummy is not helping that ratio. <laughs> it's really, really bad. But the Who's Maggie the for worst movie of the year goes to the Emoji Movie. Yay! Yay! You did that it. Was in a box this game. might have been the best margin of voting for the entire show, with 72% of the vote going to the Emoji Movie. Wow. <laughs> That's brutal. I wanted to see Geostorm because I like a good disaster film. Yeah, that one was very funny. <laughs> Was it? No. I saw the trailer. I just watched the trailer. Gerard Butler is like going to court and the judge is like, or the Senate, it's like a Senate hearing or something. And the hearing is like, let the record show that the plaintiff was two hours late for the hearing. And Gerard Butler is like, I'd also like the record to show that I came from freaking space. I'm going to watch that movie. (laughs) The fourth category, best reboot. Reboots are a fun way to look back at the past with nostalgia, but to improve with a modern take. It's also a cheap way to make money twice. Hey! (laughs) And the nominees are... Kong, Skull Island. Beauty and the Beast. Power Rangers. Baywatch. It. Spider-Man Homecoming. Murder on the Orient Express. I'm listening to that right now. Oh, yeah? Is it good? So far. Yeah? Not good enough, it seems. Because the Maggie for Best Reboot goes to Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Let us commend the fine folks at Disney and Marvel for making a good Spider-Man movie after three garbage attempts. You didn't like Starfield? No. Really? I like it. Didn't at all. Did you see Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. You did? And they killed Gwen? And you liked it? No. Okay. I like the first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Two and a half failed attempts. Because <laughs> the last I'm good Spider-Man movie... The last good Spider-Man movie was barely Spider-Man 2. How many people voted for it? Uh, three. That's it? It was... It went Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming... Wait, did you hear my joke? That's it, yeah. <laughs> it was Spider-Man Homecoming, Murder in the Orient Express, It, Beauty and the Beast, and Baywatch. Wow. I don't know why Baywatch was voted for. What do you know about that? Beauty and the Beats didn't deserve any votes, by the way. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Fifth category is Worst Sequel. Sometimes you make something good and you should just leave it alone. That's my bad. Worst Sequel. (laughs) (laughs) The nominees are... X? Yep. Triple X, <laughs> the return of Xander Cage. <laughs> Fate of the Furious. Alien, Covenant. People didn't like that. No, not really. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No That's Tales. That's how you say it. Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm not going to say it like Dead that. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. <laughs> Transformers, The Last Night. Wait, what? Another Transformers came out? It was only that one. This year? Yeah. Really? Yes. It did? Yes, that's why it's on the list. It was with Mark Wahlberg again. Huh. And Anthony Hopkins was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, And the last nominee is Justice League. Who won? Actually, Wait, you nominated oh, Justice League for multiple shitty movies? I did. Oh, you did not like it. <laughs> so, this this is going to be hard. We have a tiebreaker, McKenna. What's the tie? We have a tie between Fate of the Furious and Justice League. Ooh. Followed closely behind by Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales, Transformers, and then Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Hmm. I, we didn't. We didn't write a contingency plan for this. <laughs> no, we didn't. What do we do in the event of a tie? Uh... Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Okay. Is it a we have again? the results. We have the results. So after going to our properly planned tiebreaker, <laughs> um, we decided to go with the one with the lowest Rotten Tomato scores. 
And Justice League had a critic review of about 40%, an audience of 77, mm-hmm. and Pirates of the Caribbean came in lower on both scores. Whoa! Being a 30% by critics and a 61 by the audience. Dead so, man. the Maggie for worst sequel goes to Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Hey! Congratulations, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yay! You did it. We did it. So, even though Rotten Tomatoes can be right sometimes, sometimes it can be really, really wrong. Like, for example, tomatoes are good. Oh, Jesus. Can I... That was one. so bad. I don't, I don't have anything for that one. <laughs> this is the award for totally BS Rotten Tomato score given to the movie whose rating was either way too high or way too low, depending on where it is. Hmm. I think we can make this two categories. The nominees are... Daddy's Home 2, with the low, low rating of 18%. Beauty and the Beast, with the too high score of 71%. Fate of the Furious... With a too high score of 66%. Yeah. That's a, that's a D. Yeah, it's a D. It was too high. should have failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And the winner for Totally BS Rotten Tomato score goes to Daddy's Home 2. Yay! Yay! There was, enough, the... there was enough jokes in this to have merit at least a 50%. The, uh, the, the scene with the thermostat was enough to warrant yeah. a 50%, mm-hmm. I would say. But there was Definitely. That was weird. Definitely. Yeah. And our next category is the worst instances of CGI in movies. When you have a budget of a half a billion dollars, the least you could do was make the movie look right. Disney, we're looking at you. Only in one instance, actually. These are the nominees for the worst CGI. Justice League, Henry Cavill's face. Yes. He had a mustache. And they edited it out. Instead of making him shave. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. The Beast. He didn't look good. Yeah. He looked like a little boy. I think most of that movie was the problem. Yeah, it didn't it look it didn't look good movie. A little too saturated yeah. and fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final nominee. Baywatch, the boat fire. If you guys haven't seen this scene, it looks like it was done in Adobe Flash. Ooh. It was garbage. Oh wow! <laughs> it was so bad. Oops! Just set a boat on and the Maggie for worst CGI goes to Justice League for the poorly editing out of Henry Cavill's mustache. It's pretty bad, you guys. <laughs> you guys have definitely seen pictures of this point. Like you could, I could, I could do it better. Yeah. And this next Maggie is the best joke of the year in movies. Um, and the eighth Maggie. Is the award for best joke. Sometimes a movie makes you cry. Sometimes a movie makes you mad. Sometimes you pee your pants. And you have to leave the theater. These are the awards for when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. The Meek's dead joke. This is at the end of the movie where the dude's holding Meek. And Thor's like, hey Meek, where are you from? And then the rock dude says, nope, Meek's dead. <laughs> Just holding him in his arms. <laughs> no, the second nominee is Daddy's Home 2, the previously mentioned thermostat scene where all the dads stand in the hallway and argue about the thermostat because the daughter keeps messing with it, and that is apparently a man's domain. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The next nominee, The Big Sick. The 9-11 scene where a white man asks a brown man how he felt about 9-11. And the brown man says, it was a tragedy. We lost like 12 of our best guys. And we all cry laughing. Yes. The fourth and last nominee was Jumanji. Jack Black is a girl. This is when Jack Black's character is a teenage girl trapped in a middle-aged fat man's body. Beautiful. And hilarity ensues. Yeah. Genius. Who wins? Who wins? And the Maggie goes to two different Big Sick and Jumanji because I can't <gasps> figure high. out how to solve this tiebreaker. Just let it win. Let them both win. You know what? They no, were both it's the great. Big Sick. Yay! Yeah, Big Sick wins the Maggie. <laughs> Congratulations! Kumail. Congratulations, everyone. This has been this has been a great year for the Maggies. Uh, 
a lot of fun. Had a lot of laughs. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, have a good night. Wait, don't stop it. I'm not stopping it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for uh, being here, sitting through our, our film chatter. Yes. Um, we uh, are just really glad to bring you some lightness and some fun in a week that's been kind of really sad, especially if you're from, you know, Florida or Westerville. It's been a, yeah. a rough week. Um, but our one of our goals here is to just keep things light and happy and kind of provide just like a little escape. Yeah. For an hour, you know. Yeah. Some fun in a in a poopy place. Poop. Uh, if you like us, if you don't like us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Twitter, we are... Oh, I always forget it. <laughs> At Relatable underscore pod. Can you just change it? It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> at Relatable underscore pod. On Instagram, we are at Relatable Podcast. Um, yeah, join us. Send us some ideas. Talk to us. Don't talk to us. Send us an email. Mm-hmm. We are uh, RelatablePodcast at gmail.com. <sighs> what else? Find our content on SoundCloud. You can also find us on the podcast app. Yeah, we Leave are some comments, give us some reviews. Reviews, reviews, reviews. Yeah, tell us what you think about our show um, and how you think you can improve next year's Maggie's. Maybe uh, suggest <laughs> some categories. Yeah. Like voice acting, that's one that never gets oh, any nods. good point. Mm-hmm. Damn. Sorry. Mm. Catch us next week on the part two show of the Maggie's. Where we talk about <laughs> how slime is made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're doing next week? No, that sounds boring. Do, 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 do,